What's up, y'all? It's your boy Ace. This is Fantasize Football. We are back once again, bringing y'all some fantasy football content for the 2021 fantasy football season. And today, we are back again doing another mock draft. I know I'm sick, I'm deranged, I'm a fucking freak, but I love doing this, and we are back yet again banging out another mock draft. So you know what that means. I don't need the phone machine for this one. So before we get into the mock, Quick shout out to each and every one of you that come by on a weekly basis. Show your boys some love and support. It really means the world to me. That's the God honest truth. I love each and every one of you. And if you're new, thank you for giving me a little bit of your time. I really do appreciate it. It means the world to me. And yeah, we're going to be doing a mock today. We're going to be doing a 10-teamer today. Half PPR. And we're going to do kind of the default settings for, I believe, ESPN. Maybe not Yahoo. And that's one quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, a tight end, a flex, and eight bench spots so this one's a little bit different 10 teams we're going to do it from the fourth spot today but before we get into the mock real quick if you do enjoy this video if you have been enjoying the videos make sure to leave a like on the on the video it really helps and subscribe to the channel help the channel grow help me reach my goal of 100 subscribers on youtube by the end of the fantasy football season i would really 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 appreciate it it's free to do and get yourself notified when a new video gets out i would appreciate it and my boy would appreciate it back here we both need to eat and we need to grow the channel in order to do that but let's get right into the mock and we are gonna go ahead and start this bad boy up pick him from the four spot half ppr 10 teamer here two running backs two receivers one tight end one flex eight bench spots so let's go ahead and pull up the draft board get all of our shit situated here open up our rosters all right so actually let's pull the cheat sheet real quick and open shit up a bit boom 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 we like to do that we like to do that all right uh okay yeah draft board so first three picks go christian mccaffrey dalvin cook derrick henry to start off relatively standard you know what that means put one back baby boy but anyways we're gonna move back over here to our cheat sheet and i am gonna be taking a running back here we do have saquon barkley alvin kamara both available at running back and then wide receiver hill Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams, Stephon Diggs, and then tight end Kelsey. I am not going to be drafting any of those guys. We did do a zero RB draft last week, a little mock draft, seeing if that's something that we would like to do, something that's viable. If you haven't seen it, make sure you go check it out. If you're not hip to zero RB, go see if it's something that you would like to do. And if you do enjoy it, leave a like on the video. Thanks, bye. But anyways, for me here, it's between Saquon and Alvin Kamara. It's a little closer in full PPR, but in this format, half PPR, I will be going with Saquon Barkley, running back of the New York Giants here. And the Giants have came out and said they're going to limit Saquon Barkley. We saw what happened a couple of years ago when Saquon Barkley came back from an injury. They just fucking shoved him right back into that workhorse role. And I expect a similar thing here. Uh, I think the Giants want to compete this season. Joe Judge is a thug. I love that guy. And I think that uh, they're going to use Saquon Barkley. Maybe the first week or so. The week, first week, two weeks, you got to worry about that. But from then on, I think Saquon Barkley is going to be an absolute horse. And I love Saquon Barkley here at the 104. So after we go with Saquon Barkley, we see Alvin Kamara, Nick Chubb, Jonathan Taylor, Zeke, Cam Akers and Tyreek Hill round out the first round. Then the second round starts. Stefan Diggs, Najee Harris. Wow, going at the 202 in a 10 team league. That is crazy before Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones, Travis Kelsey, Devontae Adams, DeAndre Hopkins. A little too early for Najee for me, but whatever. Uh, Saquon, too. We've seen what he can be. He has the upside to finish as the RB1 overall if he can stay healthy, if he can. Uh, 
gain a similar target share that he's had in the past few uh, in a in a, a few seasons ago. I'm stroked out there. I don't expect that really though because you have Galladay and you have Kadarius Tony. You have more weapons in the offense, but I really do love. My boy, Saquon Barkley. So, anyways, what do we got available here? Wide receiver, we have Calvin Ridley, A.J. Brown, D.K. Metcalf, Justin Jefferson. We got Kittle and Waller, tight end. We got at running back, Eckler, Mixon, Antonio Gibson, Clyde Edwards-Alaire. And quarterback, Mahomes, Josh Allen Murray. Obviously not going to be drafting quarterback here. A little too early for these tight ends for me. So, for me here, it's between a few guys. You have Antonio Gibson and Austin Eckler. And then you have Calvin Ridley at wide receiver. I did recently move up Calvin Ridley above DeAndre Hopkins. But we did just talk about him this week. So let's go ahead and let's practice what we preach. And let's grab Antonio Gibson running back of the Washington football team. Now, Gibson's got a whole bunch of upside this season. I do think he has the upside to finish in the top five at the position. All we've heard is great reports that Gibson's going to be more and more involved this season. And that's great news, and I love to see that. So investing a second-round pick on Antonio Gibson uh, with the upside to finish top five, there is the risk with the turf toe injury, but I'm not too concerned about that. So after we go with Antonio Gibson, we see Austin Eckler, DK Metcalf, Joe Mixon round out the second, and then to start the third, we see Calvin Ridley, Patrick Mahomes, and A.J. Brown come off the board. And we are up on the clock in the third round. Now, this is where I've been waiting to get to, and I'm glad it ended up this way. So in a 10-team league where you only start two running backs, two wide receivers, and a flex, positional advantage becomes more important because everybody's going to have a good team. There's a lot of depth at wide receiver this season. So I am okay with here going with a tight end. And I think I'm going to do that. I do want to get one of these guys, George Kittle or Darren Waller. And to me, Darren Waller is just a safer guy. And I think that uh, he's going to be similar to what he was last season. They didn't make any significant additions. John Brown uh, takes the place of... Nelson Aguilar in this offense. So I think Waller will have a similar target share and will be uh, similarly involved as he was last season. And George Kittle does have the injury risk. So that's why I went Waller over Kittle. But I do want to have that positional advantage because everyone's going to have a good team. So when you have a really good tight end and a good quarterback, then it is something that can make the difference for your team. So after we go with Darren Waller, we see Justin Jefferson, Josh Jacobs way too fucking early, J.K. Dobbins, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, Terry McLaurin, and George Kittle round out the third. Four starts with Josh Allen, Keenan Allen, Michael Thomas, Allen Robinson, James Robinson. Again, back-to-back. This guy is reaching, but he got Devontae Adams in the second. And then DeAndre Swift at the 406, which I love. That is a great value there. But it's back on us, and we do need to get our wide receiver one here. Quick look over at the running back position. Miles Sanders and Chris Carson are there. Man, and then I... Wide receiver, we have Mike Evans, Amari Cooper, Chris Godwin, Julio Jones, Robert Woods, C.D. Lamb. Now, actually, you know what? I got a little decision to make here because I have Chris Carson very high. He's like my running back 13, running back 14, something like that, maybe running back 15. And then Amari Cooper, who is my wide receiver 13. Now, we do have two running backs already in Saquon Barkley and Antonio Gibson, but the positional scarcity at running back is very, very real after this point. You would be able to probably get Mike Davis and Miles Gaskin after this, but I don't hate going with the third running back here. And we have our next pick is in seven picks. So let's look at all the wide receivers we like here. Amari Cooper, one. Robert Woods, two. Uh, Julio Jones, three. CeeDee Lamb, four. 
And then after that, it's a pretty big drop off. It's like Godwin, and then it's a pretty big drop off for me there. And then Miles Sanders, Chris Carson. You know what? I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to lock in my wide receiver one. I do want to have at least one guy that I feel like I can count on week in and week out to be a stud. And that's going to be Amari Cooper with Dak Prescott returning. I expect Amari Cooper to be heavily involved in this offense and be an absolute stud for fantasy football in 2021. So anyways, we see Amari Cooper come off the board. Whoops. Didn't mean to do that. And then I pick Amari Cooper. And then we see Julio, Miles Sanders, and Chris Carson. Unfortunately, round of the fourth. Fifth starts, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and C.D. Lamb. I like Godwin more than Mike Evans. Maybe in half PPR, you could make a debate for Mike Evans. But I do see some regression there for him. And C.D. Lamb right before us at the 504. One-to-one with Lamb anyways because we have Amari Cooper. Now, we have another decision to make, right? Robert Woods is still available, and Robert Woods I have as my wide receiver 15 right now. Other than that, the closest guy I have to him, I believe, is either Deontay Johnson or DJ Moore, but David Montgomery is still available at running back, and Colin Murray is still there at quarterback. Probably going to wait a little bit on quarterback because I do have the positional advantage at uh, tight end. I do want to get one of my guys at quarterback, but it's between David Montgomery and Robert Woods for me right here. Robert Woods uh, is consistent, and I could lock in a second really strong wide receiver and hope that one of Miles Gaskin or Mike Davis falls back to me to be my flex, to be my running back three, or I could just lock in David Montgomery. We saw what he could do last season. I don't expect him to repeat that with Tariq Cohen back and Damian Williams, but he should still be valuable. But for me here, I think that I am leaning more towards Robert Woods. Again, practice what we preach. We talked about Robert Woods in the early round uh, wide receiver targets. And in the fifth round, that is just such great value. I have a phenomenal start to this. We have Saquon, Antonio Gibson, Amari Cooper, Robert Woods, Darren Waller. We're very, very safe. And now it's time to swing for the fences with a little bit of upside in our next few picks. So... After we go with Robert Woods, we see DJ Moore, Kyla Murray, David Montgomery, Adam Thielen, Brandon Ayuk, and Miles Gaskin round up the fifth. The sixth starts with Cooper Cup, Dak Prescott, Kyle Pitts, Lamar Jackson, Kenny Galladay, and TJ Hawkinson up until this point in the sixth. Now it's back on us, and we got another decision to make. <clears throat> Obviously, we're not going with tight end. Russell Wilson's the only guy available at quarterback that i really be looking at this early. But I do see my boy still there. Deontay's there, which I which is a step above everyone else I have here at wide receiver. But there is only one running back left that I'm really comfortable as my running back three. We did go with a tight end and a couple wide receivers here to kind of lock in our lineup. So I'm going to make sure that I get a running back that I'm comfortable with. I do want to have a lot of depth at the position, especially in a 10-team league where everyone has a good team. You want to have depth at running back because if one of your top guys goes down and everybody else has two top guys, you want to have a guy that does have the upside to finish strong. So we go with Mike Davis, a guy that I think is going to have a big year with Atlanta, should be the horse. And then after that, we see Mark Andrews, Kareem Hunt, and Logan Thomas round out the six. And then the seven starts with Deontay, Tyler Lockett, and Justin Herbert. So it's back on us on the seventh. And now I got to decide between whether I want to go with a quarterback or if I want to get a third wide receiver here. Obviously, we don't need tight end. I'm going to wait a little bit to get my running back four. So I'm thinking here, it's between, for me, this is half PPR. This is half PPR. It's between Cortland Sutton. I love Cortland Sutton, and then I also love Jamar Chase, but I have Cortland Sutton a little higher uh, in both half PPR and full PPR, and then there's Russell Wilson. But I think I'm willing to take the risk of waiting and hoping that Jalen Hurts falls to me next round to lock in Cortland Sutton because I do expect 
T. Higgins, Jamar, Jamar Chase to both come off the board. And those are the guys that I have closest to Cortland Sutton. After that, it drops all the way down to Robbie Anderson. And I don't want to take that big of a drop off. So I'm going to lock in Cortland Sutton here. And then next round, hope that Jalen Hurts falls to me at quarterback. So let's pull up the draft board again. We see after we go with Cortland Sutton, Russell Wilson comes right off the board. Odell, Jamar Chase, Tom Brady, Chase Edmonds, Travis Etienne, round of the seventh. The eighth starts with Melvin Gordon, Brandon Cooks, DJ Chark, T. Higgins, Chase Claypool, and David Johnson. Yuck, dude. Gross at the 806. I want nothing to do with Houston and New England this season. Neither of them. I will not be drafting anyone from the team. Maybe Brandon Cooks if he falls to a value because he's like the only guy on the team, but... Other than that, and Damian Harris on New England, I'll draft as well. But anyways, back over to the cheat sheet. We see, so who's still available? Anyone was, nope. See, we made the right decision here because I'm looking. Aaron Rodgers is still available, but with everything that's going on right now, I'm not going to go with Aaron Rodgers just because we don't know what's going to happen. If he, and if he does stick around, he'll probably already been gone at this point. So let's just assume Aaron Rodgers is off the board. You have Juju, Robbie Anderson, Debo, Tyler Boyd, Curtis Samuel, all available at wide receiver, and then Raheem Mostert. Ronald Jones, Damian Harris, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, run, available at running back. So I do want to get that positional advantage, and a guy that I think can provide me with that is Jalen Hurts, quarterback of the Philadelphia Eagles. Last season on pace for over 1,000 yards rushing, and I do think that is within his range of outcomes this season, and if he can improve as a passer, he has a whole lot of upside to finish top five at the position. So now we got our starting lineup all filled up. Real quick, let's look at the team. We got Jalen Hurts at quarterback, Saquon and Antonio Gibson as our running backs, Amari Cooper and Robert Woods as our wide receivers, Darren Waller at tight end, and our flex is either Mike Davis or Cortland Sutton at this moment. I really do love this team, man. It looks really good to me here. I feel like we're safe uh, at everywhere. We have that positional advantage with Waller and Jalen Hurts that I love. Still got two really strong running backs, two really strong wide receivers that I feel like both could finish within around that top 8 to 12 range if all things go their way. If not, we got two very safe guys there that should provide us with a floor and some upside as well. And then Mike Davis and Colton Sutton filling in as our flex. So after we go with Jalen Hurts, we see Raheem Mostert, Juju, Robbie Anderson round out to eighth. Aaron Rodgers goes off to start the ninth. Will Fuller and Tyler Boyd up to this point in the ninth. So let's hop back over to Cheat Sheet. And I think I want to lock in an RB4 here because I don't want to wait and just not get one of my guys. And like I mentioned before, I've said this a million times. I like here where I have three guys that I'm confident in going with more of an upside play as my running back four. We do have Debo, Jerry Judy, Curtis Samuel, Devontae Smith, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, available wide receiver, but I'm okay waiting. I already have three receivers I'm comfortable with as well. So I'm going to go with an upside pick here and I'm going to take Javante Williams, running back of the Denver Broncos. We got two Denver guys on our team now, whatever though, I'm not too concerned about that. If and when Javante Williams takes over as the lead back in this offense i do think he has a whole bunch of upside and if aaron Rodgers gets traded over there that is the icing on the cake melvin gordon also does have some injury history so if melvin gordon goes down javante williams becomes the horse they did trade up to get him i love javante as a player and i love his landing spot love him as a prospect so that's why i went with that there so after we go with javante we see ronald jones Jarvis Landry, Curtis Samuel, Debo Samuel, Antonio Brown, Leonard Fournette round out the ninth, and then a big run on running back with Damian Harris, 
Trey Sermon, James Conner, Zach Moss. So it's good that we went with Javante there because he probably wouldn't have fallen back to us. And then Devontae Parker and Jerry Judy up to this point. So now it's back on us. And we're locked in at quarterback and we're locked in at tight end. I am probably going to take another quarterback at some point just in case Jalen Hurts busts. There is that. Uh, there is the potential for that within his range of outcomes. So I probably will take a safer guy later on. But for now, I'm going to focus in on the wide receiver position. And get my wide receiver four. Who do we got available here? We got Devontae Smith, Corey Davis, Marquise Brown, LaVisca, Michael Pittman, Jalen Waddell, Marvin Jones, Cole Beasley, etc., etc., etc. So we got Cooper, Woods, and Cortland Sutton. Cooper, I expect to be the alpha in this offense, a 1A, 1B. Robert Woods, they're all 1A, 1B one type of guys now. I'm seeing it with Cooper Woods and Colton Sutton. Cooper with CeeDee Lamb, Woods with Cooper Cup, and Cortland Sutton with Jerry Judy. So I'm going to go ahead and take an alpha and go with the stack. The guy that I expect to probably lead the Philadelphia Eagles in targets last season. If Jalen Hurts works out, then Devontae Smith should work out as well. So I will take him as my wide receiver four. I do expect big things from Devontae Smith this season. I expect him to be heavily relied on right out of the gate. And I love that in the 10th round. So after we go with Devontae Smith, we see A.J. Dillon, Kenyon Drake, and Gus Edwards come off the board. Started the 11th, Matt Stafford, a guy I was going to be targeting as my second quarterback, but that's fine. Noah Font and Marquise Brown up to this point in the 11th. So it is back on us. We are back on the Clizzy Clock, baby boy. And ooh, ooh, sheesh, sheesh. So I was thinking right here, I was going to lock in Tannehill. Because Tannehill is a guy that I see as super safe now with Julio Jones. But... I don't know if Tannehill will really be here come draft time. Anyways, I expect him to shoot up the boards with the additions of with the addition of Julio Jones, with AJ Brown, with Derrick Henry. So you know what? Let's pivot off that anyways because I did see someone I really like. Quick touch on wide receiver. A lot of the guys we talked about are there. The guy I'd be looking at here is Michael Pittman. But there's only one running back left that I really, really like that I see a lot of upside with. And I did want to get a fifth running back. I was going to wait a little bit. But let's take another rookie. Let's take a shot. From the New York Jets, Michael Carter. We've heard great things out of OTAs from beat reporters. We get a value pick. Sweet. Very cool. Um, but we've heard great reports about Michael Carter that he could end up being in line for a big workload this season. I expect him to be the pass catching back for this team. And that is great news. We are loading up on the rookies as I have been all season long, off season long in these mocks. I don't care. I do love the rookies. I can't lie. Uh, just great value there, especially early on. Now, Michael Carter comes off the board with our pick. We see Devin Singletary, Hunter Henry, Michael Pittman, Corey Davis, Michael Gallup, Jalen Waddle come off the board. And then to start the 12th, we see Tony Pollard, Dallas Goddard, Ryan Tannehill, Latavius Murray, Jaden McKissick, and Joe Burrow up to this point in the 12th. So, it is back on us. And unfortunately, Michael Pittman comes off. But we're locked up at running back and we're locked up at tight end so all that's left to do is draft a whole bunch of upside wide receivers and get a backup quarterback let's take a quick look at quarterback we have matt ryan trevor lawrence kirk cousins baker mayfield carson wentz fitzpatrick's down there justin fields um so you know what for me i'm probably gonna wait because i'm not really high on matt ryan uh trevor lawrence is a good pick but more of an upside guy as well but i'm okay with like kirk cousins or even Fitzpatrick as my backup quarterback. I'm waiting until like the last round to do that. So let's just focus in on wide receiver. We have LaVisca, Marvin Jones, Mike Williams, T.Y. Hilton, Cole Beasley, Darnell Mooney available. And for me here, I'm looking. It's between 
one of these Jacksonville wide receivers, whether it be LaVisca, Chenault, or Marvin Jones. And Marvin Jones is super, super boomer bust. And I do think he has a lot of upside, don't get me wrong, but I'm just, I'll never know when to start Marvin Jones. So I'm kind of just avoiding him. Um, he's a t I know people hate this right now. This is like a big thing on Twitter, but he's a guy I love in best ball because you never know when to start him for one. And uh, there's just a lot of question marks in this offense. So I'm going to go with LaVisca Chenault. I, uh, I've heard a lot of good reports about him. He could end up being the number one. Apparently, Urban Meyer's not too high on DJ Chark. He was giving him a bunch of shit, told him to put on some weight and stuff, which I think is kind of hilarious, honestly. But uh, LaVisca does have a lot of upside. He showed flashes last season, and I think that he should be involved in this offense. I like that pick there. So after we go with LaVisca, we see Matt Ryan come off the board, Gronkowski, Russell Gage, another guy that's becoming one of my favorite late-round targets. With Julio Jones out of town, he had... Uh, over 70 catches last season. I do think he could repeat that, go up towards that 80 catch range, probably be in that 900,000 yard range. Um, should be heavily involved in this offense this season. And then we see to start the 13th, Tevin Coleman, Naeem Hines, and Jeff Wilson. I will hammer this into your brains. Don't draft Jeff Wilson. He's on the pup. Just don't draft him. Don't do it. Okay? So, anyways, it's back to us. Uh, let's see. All right, back over to wide receiver. It is for us, baby boy. And, uh, yep, we're not going to be drafting the quarterback, so let's look at wide receiver. Now, we have Marvin Jones. We have Cole Beasley available. And then we have Darnell Mooney, too. We're not going to take Marvin Jones because we took just took LaVisca Chanel. And here we have Cooper Woods. Cortland Sutton, Devontae Smith, Chenault. I'm not going to go with the safe bet with Cole Beasley here. I want upside. I want a guy that if he hits, could be a league winner. A type of guy that I can put in my lineup, in my flex, week in and week out, that can provide me with a safe floor and a whole lot of upside uh, if everything goes their way. Also a guy that, if anything, you know, I, everyone else hits, I can use as trade bait. And that, to me, is Darnell Mooney, wide receiver of the Chicago Bears. Showed what he could be last season as the number two option and I expect with improved quarterback play him to build on his rookie season coming into year two so after we go with Darnell Mooney we see Marvin Jones Alexander Madison Trevor Lawrence uh Darrell Henderson Jamal Williams Cole Beasley round out the 13th 14 starts with Ben Roethlisberger Tyler Higby Robert Tunyon Elijah Moore Evan Engram, and Mike Gesicki. Now it's back on us. We got two rounds left. We do want to get a backup quarterback, and then we do want to get one more wide receiver. So I'm looking here. Hmm. Mike Williams, T.Y. Hilton, Rager, Aguilar. Go down a little bit. My boy Rashad Bateman. Y'all know how much I love him, but I've been drafting him so much. You know what? Let's just lock in our backup quarterback now, and I am going to go ahead, and I'm going to take Kirk Cousins, quarterback of the Minnesota Vikings. I just think Kirk Cousins is safe. I don't think Kirk Cousins is going to finish top 10, but he's going to be a QB1. And if Jalen Hurts doesn't work out, I can put Kirk Cousins in. And all the advantage I have other places with Darren Waller, with Saquon Barkley, with Gibson, with uh, Woods and Cooper, I will be okay. I think he will be able to carry me and, you know, not, not be... The guy that wins me a week, but he'll never lose me a week either. And now it's on to the last pick. Let's look at the draft board real quick first. Scroll down on just a tad. So after we go with Kirk Cousins, we see Janu, Philip Lindsay, Irv Smith round up to 14th, and then John Brown, T.Y. Hillen, and Damian Williams up to this point in the 15th. You guys don't even, I don't need to explain it. You know what I'm doing. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. 
I don't care. I don't care. I don't give a shit. I'm taking Rashad Bateman. I'm taking Rashad Bateman like I always do. All right, so we're all done. We got a B fucking minus, dude. That's cool, I guess. Whatever. I don't really care. But anyways, this is the team. We got Jalen Hurts, a quarterback. Saquon Barkley, Antonio Gibson, Amari Cooper, and Robert Woods. Darren Waller at tight end and Mike Davis as our flex with Cortland Sutton probably switching in and out with him depending on matchups. Then the rest of the bench is Javante Williams, Devontae Smith, Michael Carter, LaVisca Chanel, Darnell Mooney, Kirk Cousins, and Rashad Bateman. I like this team, man. And the biggest takeaway I want you all to get from this is when you're in a 10-team league, especially when there's no double flex or, or three wide receivers or three running backs if you play in a league like that, Positional advantage becomes a lot more important because everybody's going to have a good team. Everybody's going to have two good running backs, two good wide receivers. So if you can get one of those top tier tight ends, you can get a really good quarterback with a lot of upside. That's the type of stuff that's going to win you your league. Last season, I know I shouldn't be talking about my my teams and whatnot, but in the leagues that I won last season, the common denominators in all of them were... Kyler Murray and Darren Waller. And Kyler Murray sucked after his shoulder hurt. Darren Waller helped me win a couple of leagues. And also on both of those teams were Calvin Ridley, a guy that ended up hitting that I drafted in the fourth round last season. So if Amari Cooper or Robert Woods can fill that Calvin Ridley role, or if Devontae Smith pops off, Darnell Moody, whoever, if I can just get somebody to kind of fill that superstar role that I didn't draft, like Saquon, I pretty much know what I'm going to get. It is a little risky for me in the first round, but he should be able to provide me with enough production to be uh, my running back one and hopefully even be a league winner. Antonio Gibson has that same kind of upside. Mike Davis could be a stud. I got a lot of upside on my bench. I love this team. I really do. And uh, yeah, I, let me know down in the comments what y'all think. Do you agree with me on the, on the point of the positional advantage, especially in 10-team leagues? I mean, it's important everywhere, but when you're in a 12-team league with three wide receivers or double flex, whatever it may be, maybe three wide receivers and double flex, then depth at running back and wide receiver becomes a lot more important. And that's when I'm cool with waiting for a late round tight end or going with a guy like TJ Hawkinson. But in a 10-team league structured like this with just two running backs, two wide receivers, and a flex, I do want to get one of these Darren Wallers, one of these George Kittles, one of these Travis Kelseys in order to give me that advantage and then go with a guy like, like Jalen Hurts or if another high upside quarterback falls to me out of value, I will do that. But that's all I got for y'all today. I hope you enjoyed the video. If you did, make sure to leave a like on the video. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Really helps the channel grow. Help me reach that goal of 100 subscribers on YouTube by the end of the fantasy fantasy season. I really appreciate it. With all that out of the way, me and my boy are out. We will see y'all next week. Thank you for coming by and spending some time with me. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Love you. Peace.